Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz, and joining me in lieu of a three-in, three-out this week because we don't want to talk about that last game against the Cardinals. No, we want to talk about the signing of Marshawn Lynch. We're putting the band back together, Clinton, Robert Turbin, Marshawn Lynch, their Seahawks once again, and we're fired up. Oh, Brandon, Brandon, it is 12-24 on the East Coast. I'm, I'm, it is officially Christmas Eve, and I feel like Santa, you know, real jolly-like, just, just came down that chimney and gave us some juice back into this team after a rough week, after some just dis- injuries that just beat us down and beat us, beat us across the brow. We got the beast back, Brandon. The beast is back, and yeah, okay. No three and three out this week. I was I was celebrating in the city on Sunday. I didn't really get to watch that much of it. I always try and watch most of it. And then I just saw what happened. I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't even want to go back and watch it. <laughs> this was the juice we needed. I'm fired up. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. The beast is back. You know, the funny thing about this, though, is that after the game was over and you're looking at the scoreboard and, and you hear the in the postgame press conference that Chris Carson has suffered a hip injury, that CJ Procise has suffered a broken arm. And I feel like as a collective group of Seahawks fans, we all started saying, well, what about Marshawn Lynch? Could this actually happen? You know, yeah, Travis Homer, he looked okay, but they can't just go into a game with one dude in the backfield. No, they're they're going to have to bring in some other guys. And sure, they got guys on the practice squad, but Marshawn Lynch, it just made all the sense in the world. The last time the Seahawks fans got to see Marshawn Lynch was in that Raiders game against Seattle in London. That was his last game in the NFL. And now he gets to lace them up as a member of the Seahawks once again. The dude is going to be a Hall of Famer. The dude is going to have a beautiful beastquake statue that's going to get erected at some point at CenturyLink. He's going to be in the Ring of Honor uh, and all those things already. And now he gets like kind of this one last ride with the Seahawks. And Brandon, you mentioned Travis Homer. Like, you know, he played admirably. The, the bit that I did see, and I went back and watched some, it's not that I'm like unimpressed. I'm just not like, okay, that's the guy who could carry us. Right. Listen. I, I want to say, man, losing Carson, that's a body blow. That is a, that's a king hippo taking like 17 shots to the gut and being dazed. Our team, you know, revolves around the ability to run the ball and then and they get Russ into space and get the chunk plays. We don't have Carson. We're losing our locomotive. The guy had a great season, hasn't fumbled in the last couple of weeks, has looked amazing down the stretch here. He'd be the dude to carry us into the playoffs. We had to do something. Brandon, I love it. I'm just, I could not put more chips behind this. The moment it became a possibility, I'm like, just do it. Just, if we're going to go out, then like we do this, Brandon, because it's fun. We, we watch football because it's engaging. We're fanatics. We obsess about this. Of course we want to win, but don't go out like, you know, don't go out like some, just some, some loser who can't hang, get the beast mode back and, and lay the chips, spin the frigging roulette wheel and lay it on Russ, lay it on beast mode and let's see if we can get this thing and just hit a number 12. Well, and I'm glad that you mentioned that because this idea that football is fun and listening to Pete Carroll on the radio earlier today, you could hear it in his voice, you know, the night after the loss. And, you know, there there is so much to be negative about after the loss to the Cardinals. You know, Seattle likely loses their chance at a first round bye with the Green Bay Packers beating the Vikings on Monday night football. 
But one of the things that you, you heard from Pete and that excitement in his voice, you know, he, he was telling the team that, hey, th- there is no script to this. The story is not written. And when you add an element like Marshawn Lynch, Beast Mode, back into the story to help finish off the season, that can give you that extra bit of emotion into this weekend's game against the San Francisco 49ers. Is it going to be the same old Marshawn Lynch? I don't know, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to watch. I love it, and it just hits home for me because I got to tell you, I, I, you probably feel it. I know that others, you know, I know they feel it too, but it's kind of been, it's kind of a funny year, right? We're sitting at 11 and 5. We clinched the playoff spot. We're hosting a game to win the NFC West, and it's kind of been an agonizing year. It has not been the most fun year because we're kind of barely scrapping by. You know, we love racking up wins. We, we talked about this all year long on three in, three out. But but with all that, too, it's just it, the year hasn't been that much fun. Certainly at certain times, it's been like a, a bit of a bit of a drag going through the doldrums, getting some, you know, racking up some W's, but not doing it in a convincing way. So I'm just all about riding with our guy, a blast from the past, like bring it back. Why not already? And Brandon, here's the thing for me, too. Like, I felt like if we didn't have some juice going into this game, we were on the precipice of, I don't know, a 31 to 10 type drubbing at home where the Niners come in, they wax us, we are limping into the playoffs at that point. And now I feel like, you know what, this just gives that, that, that clearance, clear order revival that we kind of needed, that little CCR in edgewise. Now, listen, I don't have the Mama Cleo out. I don't have the crystal ball. Don't know if you do, Brandon, but I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if this is going to work or not, but damn it, I like the chance. I like rolling the dice, and I you got to roll with your guy, your dog. It's beast mode. Well, and what other options did they really have? You know, I, I have been watching the Ring of Honor. Michael Paul comes in and says, I realize we need serious running back help, but why is everybody so excited about Lynch and or Turban? Yeah, Lynch was great for us, but his last two seasons in Oakland, he didn't do much. And isn't there a reason Turban is currently available? Yeah, I just want a competent running back right now who can at least take some of the pressure off Russ. But if we sign either or both of these guys, I'm not expecting anything more than maybe middle tier running back performances out of either of them. And I get this sentiment, Michael. It's just that uh, who else other than middle tier? I mean, at best, you're going to find middle tier players out there right now. But what other middle tier players out there are going to inject this team with some kind of emotion? I don't think bringing in Jay Ajayi, who has no connection to this team, who is just let go by the Eagles, is going to give any more or less impact than signing a guy like Lynch or Turbin. So I, I say have fun. This And this is fun. It's the confidence. It's the boost. It's the morality. It's the man, the locker room. And, you know, I'm glad you mentioned Turbin there, too. Listen, let's welcome back Turbo. This package, this is, this is a winning package. We've seen this before. And may, maybe, maybe we catch fire. I love I loved Carol's uh you know interview today his little presser saying you know maybe we get lynched for the next uh you know four or five games and that's all we need. <laughs> you know what? That's perfect. That is all we need. Let the dude just go out and ball, but you know Michael, I get it, man. I I I understand. I'm not sitting here going like, "Oh, this is it. This is the last piece of the puzzle. This is uh dare I say Sheldon Richardson a couple of years ago, right? That didn't work out either. Like this is a kind of risk at this point. This is a no-lose to me, Brandon, a zero-lose to me. If we go down in flames, so be it. 
the way this team is right now, like right currently right now with Dwayne Brown out and you know, we just, just lost a, a Pro Bowl caliber running back, we're not winning the Super Bowl right now. And with that, this is that jolt. Maybe, maybe it happens at this point. And it's just, it's just a why not for me. And Brandon, I also have, I got, I have a little silver lining for all the fans out there. Can I give you a little silver lining that I'm seeing right now from this position? Oh yeah, let's hear it. Coming up next year, what is it for Chris Carson? What, what's going on in his world next year? Going into his last year of his deal, and he he kind of is in that position to where he could hold out for more money. I I expect guys, especially running backs, you know, especially a guy taken in the seventh round to say, you know what, I might sit this one out knowing that uh, I I I am more valuable than the seventh round deal going into this year. Yeah. So isn't that a really nice position for our wizard there, Schneider, to come in and say, hey, Chris, we love you, you love us, we're gonna give you. A good deal. We're gonna we're gonna make you a rich man. You could retire. You're done. We'll take care of you. You could be a very very wealthy man, and we're not gonna overpay. You know, it, it just it's to me it opens this beautiful window to pay that dude. You know, like whatever top ten money, top eight money. Lock him up for the next three to four years. Make him a millionaire many times over, and lock that dude up, but yet not have to pay the kind of money that is like top five RB money. I know it stinks. Listen, I want I want Carson healthy. You know, Brandon, I'm one of the biggest Carson advocates that you probably know. I love that dude. I think he is the heart and soul of the team and I want him out there. But I'm just saying like, it's probably a pretty damn good opportunity to, to give that dude a contract in the off season, extend him and get him at a much cheaper rate because of what just happened. I do like that idea, and it does kind of lend to that idea of what they've done in the past with John Schneider resigning Tyler Lockett, and you kind of look at that contract and you go, "Ooh, that's that's kind of a high contract." But now you look back and you say, "Holy smokes, what a what a deal that the Seahawks got!" And he just got the one catch that he needed to help put him over a thousand yards this season, puts him in exclusive company in terms of Seahawks receivers all time. You know, Marshawn Lynch with him coming back, it ha- it gives him a chance to move up the ladder a little bit more. He's got just 60 yards left to go to pass Eddie George at number 28 in terms of rushing yard leaders. He could pass Tiki Barber uh, if he gets about 10 more yards. So that that puts him, you know, a couple more notches up on that list. I I still don't think that that necessarily matters. Like you said, he's already a Hall of Famer. He doesn't really need any more yardage stats, any more touchdown stats, especially if you include his postseason time. You know, he's over 11,000 yards. If you if you look at his regular season and his postseason, he's over 100 touchdowns. If you look at his regular season and postseason, I think he's sitting at 84 for the regular season. So unless he gets 16 touchdowns in one game, which I, I would nice. take that against the 49ers, uh, <laughs> that's that's going to be tough to eclipse 100 in one week. Uh, but I like it. I like where your brain's at. I like where your heart's at. But the thing for me with Beast Mode, you know, bring this. This is about the. This is an emergency podcast for Beast Mode. So bringing it back to him too is like for me. Why the dude's a Hall of Famer? If you want to argue, like, oh, he doesn't have the stats. He's only gonna, you know, he's only gonna pass Tiki Barber, and Tiki's not this. No, no, no. Go look at Earl Campbell's lifetime stats. Go look at the way Earl Campbell ran the ball. What he meant for that generation. And then just simply think in your, you know, just close your eyes. Be like, okay, what's this generation's Earl Campbell? That's it. It's Marshawn Lynch. The dude's got the ring. The dude's got the stats. He is, you know, he's got the runs. He's got the the epic, epic runs. He's a Hall of Famer. Hey, man, 60 yards to catch Eddie George. Why don't we, you know, 
why don't we just put a little bounty out there, a little fun out there, say, how about how about something like this, Brandon? How about 14 rushes, 72 yards, two touchdowns, and a Seahawks shocking victory on Sunday Night Football to take the division? Can we wrap that up? I love it. I love it. And uh, with that point of, you know, just who would you rather have, you know, Tiki Barber, a couple spots ahead on the list. You can go up even farther on that list. Give me uh, if it's any decision between guys like Fred Taylor or Steven Jackson versus Marshawn Lynch. It doesn't matter the rushing yards. It matters the impact that they had on the game. And you can't argue to me that Marshawn Lynch hasn't had more impact on the NFL as a whole than any of those other players who are above him on the rushing title list that aren't in the Hall of Fame. So uh, looking forward to him coming back. Let's close it out. Uh, Doug Chancel Harry posts in the Ring of Honor Facebook group for the Seahawkers podcast. Uh, If you want to get in there, get in the flock.com. DCH says, so I think Seattle needs Marshawn in this moment. This team is in piss poor shape and Marshawn brings back a mystique and personality that could turn this team around in this moment. But let's be real. Who would you want to scream your guts out for this Sunday other than Beast Mode? Just like momentum, magic is real. Bring it on. I mean, holy crap. DCH basically could have saved us 20 minutes. That's exactly (laughs) it. That's it. The man encapsulated it and nailed it. Great job. And with that, there's only one thing left to say. Beast Mode is back. Beast Mode's back, baby. Go Go Hawks. Hawks.